side. We're going to go through the apology languages and stuff? Or are we just... No? Are you sorry? Are you really, really sorry? Today, me and Jen are going to, well, me and Jen. <laughs> are you sorry? But are you really, really sorry? What does that mean? What does it look like? Actually, did you know there are four different types of ways to say I'm sorry? <laughs> well, in this episode, Jennifer and I are going to go through those styles, what it means to apologize, how that looks, how it sounds, how it can take your relationship to a deeper level. So stay tuned. It's coming up right now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Home to Haven podcast. My name is Terrell. This is my wife, Jennifer, and we are here to help Christian couples flourish in their relationships, overcome obstacles, and enjoy life together. So if you're looking for Christian tips on dating and or marriage, you have found the right place. This is your home. We're so excited, so thrilled for you to join us today. If you're there on YouTube or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we are so thankful for your being here, and we cannot wait to dive into this topic with you today. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us. You can also catch us over on social media at Oak Haven Company. So you'll just find some great content that we know will support you in your relationships and also in your homes. So catch us out, catch us over there, and you'll also see some behind the scenes of our everyday life and how we do things around here at Oak Haven Company. So go ahead and check us out on social media as well. So today, like Terrell said, we're going to just talk about actually a comment that we got from somebody that wrote in and we're talking about how their specific situation when the other person was apologizing and how that was going. So their question was, my spouse tells me they're sorry. So they get into a, um, an argument or a conversation and the spouse does say they're sorry, but they don't feel like they mean it. So they are communicating at least. There's back and forth. The second person says, I'm sorry, but she's not feeling like he means it. So how can we help in that situation? There's just so many layers to this cake that we have to unravel um, to get to the core. Okay. I really want to make sure that we are very, very careful. It's very easy that we are not too quick to judge and too hard to judge. Okay. I believe sometimes we can be very, very hard and critical on our significant others okay. instead of being more gracious um, because you're like, well, they said sorry, but they don't they don't sound like they're sorry. Well, what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to sound like I apologize? And I understand the, the logic, but again, you know, it, it's going to have a lot of different layers that we don't know yet. You know, how long have they been together? Right, for you sure. Know, what's the situation? Does she really know this particular person? Those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But yes, there are ways you can specifically say, and, and express remorse for something that you've done. Right. Now, in this situation, they might be, the first person might be expecting a certain way of an apology or expression, expression of regret. Right. Right. And they're not getting what, what they feel like they need. I think, again, the same way we have love languages, 
is talk through it. Okay, if you're saying, well, you don't sound like you're sorry. Right. Again, that's very judgmental. And that just, those are those are like embers that stoke a fire. Okay. I mean, that you can just press the combination and boom, boom, bomb. One of those is the, accus- the accusation of you're not sorry. Mm-hmm. So if you have that said to you, it's mm-hmm. important to defuse, calm down and say, okay, wait a minute. Let's, let me, let me not go there. Okay. What do you mean that? You feel like I'm not sorry. How can I communicate to you better that I'm genuinely regretting right. what I said? It's not what I meant. Or, you know, I said something that I just should not have said. How can I say something that would have you genuinely believe me? And part of that is trust as well. And there may be some things done in the past where trust has been broken and either the guy or the girl needs to kind of repair that trust so that when you do apologize, it's received. Right. Now, when you mentioned that the person would say those exact words back, like, I don't feel like you're sorry, is one scenario. Okay. And then another scenario might be where a couple is talking back and forth and one person apologizes or says, maybe they're just saying those two words, I'm sorry. And the other person doesn't feel like that means anything and they kind of walk away. They don't actually address it verbally, Mm -hmm. but they're going to harbor that maybe it might lead to resentment or bitterness because, again, like you said, you are judging that person if you're saying you're not sorry, you're not sorry, but yet they did say the words, I'm sorry. So to some degree, they're verbally Or why'd you say it like that? Right. You know? And or was that sarcastic? Was, yeah, and we're going tit for tat. And again, without having a specific example and being a fly on the wall to see how the argument or how the conversation right. went, you know, it's just really, really key that if someone has apologized, you say, okay. Or if someone says, I can do better, you know, and again, how are we apologizing? It's important that you do take accountability and that you too take responsibility. If someone says, hey, you know, that hurt my feelings or um, I didn't like how you said that or... You know, if you miss and forgot to pay the right. uh, the gas bill or whatever it is, and you got caught, not caught, but you know, you just get called out. You know what? You know what? My bad. Right. You know, I'm sorry. Be accountable I, I, for I, it. I, I missed that. That was my mistake. Right. You know, I'm going to work on on getting that better, and let me go ahead and pay that right now. You know, you're make this make the adjustments. You know, you you do what you need to do to fix it. You say what you need to say to help that person feel a, a comfortable that you are responsible and that it won't happen again. And that you recognize the error that was made. And, you know, we want to know that you're just not out there just slinging out darts, but that you are remorseful and regretful. Right, for sure. And not intentionally hurting someone, especially for females because they're going to have their defenses up. Just Okay. Now, when we talk about saying I'm sorry, and then there's additional things that we add to it, right? You kind of alluded to it. So... For one example, somebody could say, I'm sorry, I feel bad that I did that. So you're expressing regret in that situation instead of just saying, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry because, you know, I feel bad that such and such happened. So that's an example of showing or expressing regret in that situation. You don't agree that females have their defenses up? Because you had a long pause when I said that. Well, I don't think it's just females. I I think both, both genders can have defenses up. Can, but generally... Female's going to be more emotional. I mean, that's okay. So emotional. I just like when you said defenses. (laughs) So defense. Okay. Of like now, hey, I'm just you know, females can sometimes take things more personal. You guys are more emotional creatures. 
I didn't say anything was wrong with that. Just, you know, that's how God designed you to be a little bit more emotional. So because of that, you can tend to take things a bit more personal. Uh, I may say something. Oh, that was a wrong tone. I'm a wrong tone. Well, what tone? It's just, I'm, I'm speaking. Okay. Right. So, and sometimes guys can be on eggshells and kind of tiptoe around, you know, or like now there might be some ladies now pissed off because of what I said. Right. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> I will say that I think females in general remember things, even though 100%. they might say they're over it. Oh, whereas no. guys will typically, again, we're, right. generalizing, we're generalizing, but, but typically once done, they get over, over especially with their guy friends, I feel like you can get in like a major fight and then a week later you're still buddies. Not even a week. It can be a two, five minutes later. You was up in five watching the game. Or like women, women friendships. If somebody scorns. Yeah. The scorns you as a female, it's that's really, really hard typically to get over. It, Is that right. what you're alluding to? Absolutely. Okay. And uh, and then um, in a relationship, you know, yeah, I forgive you, but then two weeks later, yeah, remember when? Remember this? Right. You know, and sometimes that can be thrown up in your face. Right. So you didn't really forgive them. Or, again, you're, you, you said the words, I forgive you, but you still hold on to it. Right. And so you treat him with um, contempt when something happens or, you know, giving him the third degree. Where are you going? How long are you going to be there? And it's like, what's this interrogation for? Because you're still harboring what happened either with him or with somebody else. And it's triggering. Right. So we really got to be careful of those things and watch those things. I think a lot of times it can build on itself for, for women. Snowball so effect. something happens and you're like, okay, I forgive him. We'll move on. And then something else happens and you're like, well, that happened because the other thing happened. And, and now it's like building more and more and more. And so it's hard to forget when something else happens that's similar to the, the first episode. Right. Well, you, you say hard to forget and it is a theme you'll hear, but it comes from the scripture. In Ephesians, where it says that we are to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And so it's critical because the enemy is going to try to play on those emotions, females and males. He's going to try to infiltrate your mind, give thoughts that are not there. That's why the scripture says to cast down evil imaginations, to bring them on the authority of God's word. So if we don't have that time daily to get in God's presence, let him wash us with his word. We're going to have thoughts right. and entertain thoughts. Right. And the devil can take you to a whole other place. It's not even there. He can paint a picture that's not real. Fear, false Absolutely. evidence that appears real. Right. And so all those things that we're talking about stems from fear. Right. And so the enemy is putting these thoughts and he's he's making these suggestions in our, in our brains and in our minds that can take us a completely different level. Now we're treating one another based on things that we haven't even talked about, we've just been thinking about and feeling right, about. Sure. Yeah, if we absolutely. actually had the conversation, mm -hmm. we'd find what the truth is. Absolutely. Now, how can we move past that fear? So if, if the root of all this is fear and you're learning this and you can bring that to your relationship, especially it's going to be the best if both the husband and the wife or the dating partners can both bring it to the relationship. But if you know and can remind yourself, like you said, renew yourself in your mind. And you can remind yourself, hey, are these thoughts coming from fear? And how can we get past that? Well, the, the scripture says that perfect love casts out fear. So I've got to understand and really receive that God loves me. And he's not going to let someone just 
just mistreat me. Okay. He's not going to bring, you know, I'm not in your life to abuse you. I'm not in your life to mistreat you. I'm not in your life. And I've said this to you. I'm on your team. Mm -hmm. So we got to know that God, he loves me. He's going to protect me. And I've also got to understand that I've got to respond out of God's love. And we've said this the past few podcasts that God's love is unconditional. So no matter what you say or don't say, how you respond or what you don't respond, that cannot dictate how I respond. Okay. It can't be tit for tat. Well, she said this, so I'm not going to say this. Or he did this, so I'm doing this. It's not God's love. And so we know God's love because we know God. How? Because God is love. Herein is love revealed, the scripture says. So the way to move past those things is to receive God's love and then to operate in God's love. Go to 1 Corinthians 13. That's kind of your homework if you're listening is to take a deep dive into 1 Corinthians 13. I challenge you to uh, read it in the Amplified Classic. Okay. Because it really breaks it down that love, it takes no account for a suffered wrong, right? So when somebody, you've been scorned or you have been wrong, God's mm-hmm. love is like, I'm not sitting here counting and tallies. Check one, strike one, strike two, strike three. You know? How many times do we forgive the disciples as Jesus? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so when there is an apology, you know what? I'm not holding a grudge. Okay. We're going to move on. We're growing in grace. Because guess what? Your turn's going to come around where you make a mistake, and you're going to want the same grace that they need. Okay. When it's your turn, when you forgot something, or you said something, right. or you do something that that hurts your significant other. For sure. Now, when you say it and, and go through all those things, my first initial thought is that's really hard to do. Like, it's easier to say those things, but it's really hard to do that if you're if, not, go ahead. Right. If you're just living on your own, right. working in your own power, right. doing your own thing. So it's going to be rough. It's going to be shaky. It's going to be ooh, hell on earth. That is not something that you're going to be able to do right. in the flesh by yourself as, as a human being. Right? right. So when we're saying these things and you're like, that's never going to happen or right. that's, that's like, you know, in a perfect world kind of thing. Right. That's only going to happen when when you're submerged in, in God's Word and you're in it daily and praying and allowing the Holy Spirit to really work through your life because you can't do that on your own. I think it was you or it, it may have been you or somebody else, but they were like, you know, yeah, it was you. We were having a conversation and it really stuck in me. I never really heard it. I've heard it, but I heard it this time, right? if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And that was when I'm talking to someone I'm praying, I'm asking God to help me see them through the eyes of Jesus. And man, that just really hit me. You know, see your children through the eyes of Jesus. See your spouse through the eyes of Jesus and how much more grace you can extend to them when you see them the way Jesus does. That we are human, that we will make mistakes. I I will forget, right? And so... um, Knowing that, or even if there is a, a, an instance where there's there's something that's really happened, mm-hmm. maybe it's infidelity, mm-hmm. or maybe it's not that extreme, but maybe right. some things that you know we're kind of getting off rails, and it's something that was really, really not cool. Mm-hmm. You can still forgive that person without treating them crazy. You can still forgive that person uh, or move on from something without it getting to DEFCON 1 and having fireworks and it being drama and yelling and screaming and calling names. Okay. We can st- I can still um, correct or I can still guard my heart without it getting crazy. 
Right. Now, when you say see them through Jesus's eyes, right, okay. it's because that other person is is God's son or daughter. Absolutely. So they're not just your husband or they're not just yeah. your wife or they're not just your boyfriend or your girlfriend. When we say see them how God sees them, he created them uniquely and in in his own image, right? So they are loved right. as a son or daughter and and it's a different way to look at somebody than just, you know, oh he's he's my partner but he he totally screwed up and I can't stand him right now. Yeah. James five, I believe it's verse nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, seventeen, around those teens. Um, it says, but to confess your faults one to another so that you can be healed. Okay. And so it's really important that you do express remorse. You do express uh, repentance mm-hmm. so that why there can be healing and there can be um, togetherness and, and, and tranquility, <laughs> these words, but tranquility in mm-hmm. your, in your relationship. I think I did something today. Um, even with dinner, it was something very, very minor. I think I may have said you didn't do this or sour cream or whatever it was. Something okay. very, very, something very, very small. But you were like, no, I, um, I already put that on the plate. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I'm sorry. And so I'm just wanting to communicate right, like, right. hey, if I assume something, but you didn't do it, like, you know, my, I apologize. And it's just me wanting to express to you like, hey, I recognize that I'm never, I don't ever want to as- assume you or... um mislabel you and if i do that i need to take that back why mm-hmm. so that there can be healing and you don't i don't again i don't want the enemy to put in little seeds of, right he's taking me for granted or he's judging me right or he's doing this that and the other so what are some ways or how are some ways we can uh, apologize so that the other person hears the apology because right. you mentioned that there are four styles so walk us through that real quickly so we did um, mention the first one of expressing regret so you, you're saying you're sorry but you're also saying i feel bad that i did that or i didn't do that okay so you could have been like saying i'm sorry i feel bad that i i accused you of doing something right. i know you that was just a simple um example but another one would be that you accept responsibility so you say i'm sorry I shouldn't have done that. There's no excuse for that. That's my fault, my bad, that kind of thing. Right. So you can accept responsibility. Um, And then you can also make restitution when you apologize. So you can say, I'm sorry for whatever you did. I'm going to make it right. Yeah. So you're going to tell them that I'm going to do, I'm going to take an action. I'm not just going to verbally say it, but hey, this is how I'm going to make it up to you. Right. And then the final one is saying, I'm sorry for whatever you did. And you're going to request forgiveness. So you're going to say, you know, I hope you'll forgive me. I understand you may need time to do that or what might you need from me in order to forgive me. But you're asking them for forgiveness. So you're just taking it a a step further than just saying those two words. I'm sorry. There's an additional step to it. Yeah. So communicate with your partner. Which one of those four do you need to hear from me that would... right translate to you my remorse in the best when way I make a mistake in the best way much like a love language it is it is made from the people that came up with the love languages but these are different ways that people can express their regret okay. back and forth to each other more than just a verbally I'm sorry so different apology languages it's just important to communicate back and forth to each other which one makes you feel 
more understanding of the other person's apology. Awesome. I hope that helped you guys and it helped me understand those uh, apology languages. If you got something from today's uh, topic, uh, feel free to uh, hit this bell button and subscribe. Help us get more in front of more people. Also, uh, feel free. This was a listener question. Go ahead and do a comment below uh, what you agree with. Maybe I said something this time you didn't agree with. Let us know in the comments. We got a listener's uh, comment about a follow-up video. So we're going to do another video, a punish request. So if this is your community. If there's a question you have or if there's a topic you want to, you want to hear our take on, feel free to comment below, DM us on social media, or email hi. H-I at oakhavencompany.com, and we'll be so thankful uh, to respond and hear your feedback because that's why we're here. Also, on the topic of questions, there's a new endeavor that we're going into uh, with our online coaching. Uh, we've got some things coming on in the fall, but for right now, we just launched a uh, Ask a Coaching Question. So that's an opportunity for you to submit a question to myself and Jen, or just Jennifer and my, or just me, right. and to get an answer. So we will take that uh, question, pray over it, get a biblical perspective, and then give you a customized, specific, direct answer to the question that you submit. So you want to go to oakhavencompany.com and slash coaching, not slash coaching, but there's a coaching uh, in the menu bar. Right. Click that. Yep. If you're on mobile, click the hamburger, click coaching. And you'll be able to uh, submit your question that way. That's right. So you, if you have something on your mind that you just want to have a specific answer for your specific situation, this sure. is a great way to start. It's custom just for you. Correct. And this is just a way for you to get your feet a little bit wet in terms of coaching and really just start to invest in your relationship. Every relationship needs investing, needs that step forward in in working out anything that comes along its path so go ahead and check that out go go to the website and click on that do that today don't hesitate we'd be happy to help you out and answer those questions for you also go ahead and follow us on social at oakhaven company thanks so much for joining us today that's right so again don't delay go to there submit a question don't feel shame or Man, I don't want right. to do this. You can do it anonymously if you, if you want to do it anonymous. Yep. But we're here to help. We're here to um, help build your home into a haven that you desire because we want you to experience God's fullness. And so just like today, working through love languages, working through apology uh, languages, working through communication, working through perspectives, uh, hopefully we can bring uh, outside our third-party view so again, go to oakhavencompany.com, click on coaching, submit your question. We'd love to hear from you. We can't wait to hear from you. And we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing. So connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the Join Our Email Group link in the description 
and again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.